1: Hello, it's Shaq Gill and welcome to Redmen News. It's Monday, I think it's May, but I'm not quite sure. I'm losing track. I'm joined with Lauren Black uh, today. Um, just before we, we go into the news, um, Lauren, firstly, how, how was your weekend? The football back?
2: Yeah, not too bad. Uh, obviously, Bundesliga returned, so it was happy to have uh, some football on the TV. It's, it felt like too long. It um, felt like something i have been waiting for for ages. Um, so it was nice to just finally have it back on the screen.
1: Yeah, it was good to have some footy on the telly and hopefully um, English football will be back soon. But we'll talk about that all uh, in a bit. Firstly, I'd just like to bring your attention, obviously, to the news from yesterday, and that's Liverpool are saddened by Jack Quevasseer's passing. Um, obviously, he was a first-team coach under Gerard Houllier, Um And I've just got a nice quote from Phil Thompson, who simply sums him up as a lovely guy. Um, so, yeah, obviously... Our thoughts are with his family, friends and everyone involved. Um, But to move on to some news now, and and obviously the reason why you're all here, uh, the Leroy Sane stuff. Um, So Indicalia tweeted yesterday that a reliable source has told him that Liverpool have asked Leroy Sane not to move to Bayern Munich this summer. And Liverpool promised to match his current wages if he moves in the summer of 2021 and it will be a free transfer. Obviously, Lauren, this is massive. Um, I... I really rate Leroy Sane. I think he's one of Man City's best players, and I think they've really missed him this season. Um, and obviously, there's there's been all this stuff with Man City in the Champions League, and then maybe losing players and and stuff like that. Um, th- this would be incredible, wouldn't it?
2: Yeah, it'd be a huge sign for us, and especially you know if we can get him on a free transfer as well, would we'll be like even better. Um, obviously, I think he was supposed to go to Bayern um, the summer just gone, but. Obviously suffered an injury in the um, community shield game against us, so was out for um, pretty much the whole season. So that uh, fell through. So I think like obviously his move to Bayern's been on on the radar for quite some time now. But you know you wouldn't be surprised if his head has turned a little bit. Of you know if someone like Liverpool and like Jurgen yeah, Klopp wants him in his team, and especially if we're saying we can match his current wages now, um, and he you know he can stay in England and and do and continue to do what he's doing but obviously him being German he might want that move back to to Germany and back to Bayern Munich you know the biggest biggest club in Germany so I think it would be hard to try and convince him especially if he's had his heart set on that move since last summer
1: yeah I, I, I'm not too sure whether or not to believe this one Lauren obviously I, I think Indy might be a bit bored um due to not having many shifts at KFC at the minute but it'll be interesting to know what everyone thinks in the comments um Would you get on board with this? I absolutely would. If it is true, I'd I'd love Sane at Liverpool. I think he's a a class player, as I say. Um, But yeah, let us know in the comments. Moving on to some more transfer news, obviously, Pedro Tirivea. There's been a lot on him in recent weeks. Um, Obviously, we know when he's been called upon this season. Lauren, he's been outstanding for for the first team and I think he shocked quite a few people with his performances. Um, There was a rumour last week that he was close to joining Nance, Nance, however you pronounce it. Um, But, um, now, um, over the weekend, we had that he'd um, been offered a five year deal from Liverpool, but the Liverpool Echo have today reported that he's likely to turn down that deal um, and, and leave in the summer on a free transfer. Well, what do you make of that, Lauren? Um,
2: I, I wouldn't be surprised by it. Obviously, he's, I think he's, I don't know whether he's just turned 23 or he's turning 23 soon. Um, obviously, being at Liverpool for a long time now and hasn't really had you know much playing time in the first team obviously this season he's done quite well in the cup competitions when he's been called upon but i think for a 23 year old lad to be getting offers from you know someone in league one or i think rangers with the other team as well involved um to go and play first team football and you know on a fact like also offering him a, a five-year deal he's probably just gonna be in the same position he is now just always on the cusp of the team you know he's, ne- he's never getting above like Juan or Henderson or know, he's never gonna be challenging them for, uh, for a first team place I don't think so anyway so I think I think for, hi- for him in his career it's best that you know if someone in you know in France or of its Rangers is coming in for him I think that's probably the best best move for him personally.
1: Yes, yeah, it's, it's understood he wants to move for more first-team football, and you can you can, like you say, Lauren, you can completely understand it. I think obviously, if if he is to sign this contract, then it's it's probably more for us to get money for him in in a year or two's time and, and not let him leave on a free. I I think it's a shame because I think he's shown this this season that he can be a cracking player, and you know I think with Marco Grich coming back in in. Um, pre-season for next season and apparently he might have more of a role in the first team. I think at times Ciroveo has shown that he can be as good as if not better than Marco Goric and saying that I do watch more of Ciroveo than than Marco Goric I I just make of it that Marco Goric is is quite inconsistent at times. So it'll be interesting to see what you think. Um, I've said for a while I I obviously think Ciroveo should be given more of a chance but interesting to see what what you all think so let us know in the comments as well. Um, Moving on um, to a bit more nonsense really and that is The Express who are reporting that um, Liverpool have offered a contract um, for Kalidou Um but apparently Newcastle have offered a better one Lauren
2: <laughs> Yeah that seems a bit mad to, to say that Newcastle have offered Koulibaly a better contract than Liverpool and I think Man United as well um, obviously, they're in like the middle of their takeover. So, I mean, they seem to be coming into a lot of money um, at the minute, so you never know. But I highly doubt that, at the moment, Newcastle are offering a better deal than us or someone like United. Um, I think having someone like Koulibaly would be amazing because obviously he's a top-class player. But then also, like... Is he gonna go straight into partner partner in Van Dijk, which would be an amazing centre back pairing? But then also, are you just gonna leave Joe Gomez out again? I think he's been phenomenal this season. You obviously got Joel up on the bench. Um, obviously we don't know what the, the score is with Lovren, uh, but bringing someone in like Kula Bali, obviously every team needs competition. But I, I just wouldn't like to see him come in and, and replace Joe Gomez straight as straight away.
1: Yeah, this is the thing, and obviously there's been a lot in the last few few days about Koulibaly, but I, I, I don't really see it, because obviously he's also a left-sided centre-half like Van Dijk, he, he's going to be a lot of money, and if it's Lovren to go, I just can't see us, see us replacing um, Lovren with, with Koulibaly, you know, it might damage um Joe Gomez and, and him getting better as a player and, and obviously Matip has been a brilliant partner for, for Van Dijk too and I think in this current climate will Liverpool go out and splash 80 odd million on Koulibaly when he's not a necessity? I don't think so but you know it seems to be a thing in the news as well that Newcastle are desperate to sign him but their, their uh, takeover hasn't even gone through yet so it's very interesting but Obviously, we've seen for a few years now that Koulibaly is a very, he's a much sought after player. So he may be leaving in the summer, but we just don't know in this current climate, do we? So it'd be interesting to see where he ends up. Um, To move on to the Lone Watch, obviously, we mentioned the Bundesliga this weekend. I, I enjoyed watching it a lot. And um, one thing I really enjoyed yesterday was seeing Taiwo Awa he, um, he's not had the best of low moves this season to Mines. Um, he got his first goal, though, yesterday, and I thought he completely changed their performance when they came on, Lauren. Um, I thought, obviously, to, to pick up on everything else, um, Hertha Billings, Marco Grich played as well um, on loan from us, of course. We spoke about him before and Nat Phillips um, played just short of an hour uh, for Stuttgart in in the second division. Um, did, did you catch any of the minds game yesterday, Lauren? Uh,
2: I've seen a couple, a couple of minutes of it. Um, but I obviously know about um thing he scored on the goal. Obviously, he came on not, He hasn't really featured much for them since his move there. He obviously hasn't featured this season since December. So for him to come on and grab the goal, I think, was it the goal to equalise?
1: Yeah, yeah. I know yeah, know to go two one. 2-1 um, uh, was,
2: right. was it? So well, obviously he came on and scored, and you know that that'll give him such a such a boost and um, so much confidence because he hasn't featured much much for them and hasn't really made you know much of an impact since his move there. So for him to come on yesterday and score a goal w- would have been amazing for him
1: it was brilliant as well under the wa- under the watch of, of most of the world yesterday as well because obviously Bundesliga is the first um, major league to come back so it, it was a good weekend to have the football on as well um, to move on to some English stuff though um, with obviously um, there's a big meeting today Lauren to see yeah. if um, Project Restart can go ahead and what date I know June the 19th it seems to be the date that they're all saying it will and apparently players will go back to training from tomorrow um, but there's a Sky Sports article today saying that a senior official at Premier League clubs should not receive their wages if they refuse to play and um, we've had obviously Troy Deeney publicly come out and, and say that um, he's he's not too keen on the idea of coming back to training this early Danny Rose has said a similar thing as well um, what what do you make of this? What's your stance?
2: Um, You can see why uh, a lot of players are obviously a bit worried about going back and the season starting again because obviously you know at the minute, the UK is still in lockdown, like you know, you don't really know what, what the score is with everything. Um, I think the whole club official come out and saying players sh- shouldn't be paid uh, if they refuse to play is It's a bit of a I, I don't really know how to, how to word it, but it, I think it would be wrong to, to do that because although Premier League players earn a lot of money, they earn a lot of money for, for, for playing football.
0: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: At the end of the day, there's still just people like us. So, you know, there'll be a lot of people now that when, you know, when Boris Johnson said last week that people can return to work, a lot of people were worried about returning to work because it's not safe. It's exactly the same for those players. You know, they're in an environment with... 20, 30 lads plus the coaching staff, you know, every day. Obviously, they're not going to be going back to full training straight away. But you're seeing at the, at the weekend in the Bundesliga matches, the The players were just playing it like a normal game. Obviously, the, the physical contact was there. Obviously, we couldn't celebrate with each other and all stuff like that. But there's, there's still going to be that physical contact of the game. So, you know that you understand why the players are worried. So, I think it would be a bit harsh to, to threaten them and be like, well, if you don't play, you're not getting paid because... You know, that would that, be a bit unfair, I think.
1: Yeah, for me, it's as simple as the fact that, you know, these these players, it's not their fault that they're on such high wages and, and you know, to, to dock their wages because they're obviously worried about um, whether it's safe enough for them to play. Um, would be a a bit out of order to be honest with you but you know I I think it's just one of them things maybe it's to try and scare players into making sure they come back which which is also wrong Um, but obviously there's that massive meeting today so it'd be interesting to see what they come to there Um, but I think it's been good that we've had some quite outspoken people during this that have seen both sides you know we've got a lot of players that are willing to play and want to get back to playing football as soon as possible and then understandably you've got players that I think are, are probably still desperate to get back, getting back to playing football um, but they're, they're a bit worried of certain things so I think it's good that you've got the date as well and to move it on actually it fits in perfectly with our, with our next topic of the fact that Raheem Sterling said that they need four to five weeks of training before they start again which you know I, I think it makes sense because as we spoke about then slowly getting back into training they'll, they'll be allowed in small groups when it's first allowed maybe groups of 10, 11 Um, or or just a tiny bit more than that so you know four to five weeks of of small training without physical contact you know the the players get back into a a bit of fitness I can understand where Stern's coming from can can you Lauren?
2: Yeah definitely I think that I've said that from from the beginning when it was it was talked about the Premier League and that you know players will need a couple of weeks to get back into the swing of things obviously you can't just Throw them straight into an into a ninety minute high intensity match um, with you know obviously they've been doing that at home programs and whatnot but it's not the same as when you're in actual uh, full time training um, every day so yeah I, I I agree with them there I think four weeks from now is the week of the fifteenth of June so obviously if, the, if it's the nineteenth that the that the games are supposed to start back up again then it sort of fits in perfectly if people if clubs go back to the training full time this week. Um, but yeah, I 100% agree that the players do need a little bit of time just to get back into the swing of things, and you know, sort of find out what what they can and can't do as well. Because it, you know, they obviously don't know what's going to happen in the next four weeks. So, and if we're still in the same position that we are now, they're not going to be able to do half the things that the, that they would normally do.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. He said in an interview with uh, US women's captain Megan Rapino that if enough players were to be reassured enough to agree a restart, they would need a lot of work to regain fitness. You can't come back with one and a half or two weeks of training. Um, I, I do agree because obviously we've, we've had a lot over the weekend that maybe the Bundesliga can feel at times with no fans. It can feel a bit like a pre-season friendly. Yeah. So to have obviously four or five weeks to get these players back into full fitness, back at playing at an athlete's level, you know, when they return and when football returns they can play it again at a a high standard and and, you know there's not um, too many injuries and and stuff like that so I I do completely understand it and I'm glad you you had the date there because I I genuinely have no idea Um, so it'll be interesting to see four weeks of training and then get back to it get the Premier League back and obviously um, I think it'll all depend on what what else is going on in England then as well with the RA and, and all sorts of stuff like that um, and finally it brings us on to uh, television stuff and that is that Sky and BT demand live audio feed from technical areas and a camera in each dressing room in negotiations over broadcasting settlement um, clubs uh, are to discuss the proposals today um, I think this is interesting Lauren because I know um, one man that won't be happy with it and that's Jan Clarke he's happily said before um, that you know he, he doesn't want cameras in the dressing room he doesn't want people to hear what he says um, Sky and BT I can Kind of understand where they're coming from. I think they obviously want everything they can. You know, they want, obviously, they know it might not be as as big as usual. You might not get people interested in watching football behind closed doors. I think that would be very bizarre myself. Obviously, I'd definitely watch it, but some people might not want to. Um, So I think it'll be interesting. And obviously, they want to get this stuff because they want to get exclusive things that that no one else will get. Um, But as I say, I don't think Klopp will be too happy long.
2: No he definitely won't be. I think he said didn't he because um, he said he'd, he'd happily leave the club if LFC TV, TV started doing stuff like that, putting a camera in just room. I, th- I think it I think it'd be wrong of obviously you understand where Sky and BT are coming from because like you said they'll want the whole money's worth of, of what they can get. Um, and they'll want all those exclusive, exclusive and stuff like that. But I think especially at halftime in the dressing rooms is, is is a bit weird because obviously you know it, it's it's privacy of the players as well. Um, obviously they don't want their their whole conversations and like um, and whatnot broadcast to the to the world. So I think it would be a bit strange if you were just sat here watching you know Diva Diwakarigi walking around the changing room. Not really. Just, just basically paying attention to whatever Klopp's saying. But also, like, is it, is it just going to be live, like, video feed, or is it audio as well? Like, because if it's audio, that they show you, that's just strange because you could have someone from the opposing team on, you know, watching BT or Sky's live stream and listening to what Klopp's saying or whatever any other managers saying what tactics are they trying to use. So I think it would be a bit strange to do that.
1: Yeah, it, it does say live audio feed as well. So I, I do think it would be bizarre. To, to be honest with you, I was really impressed with the Bundesliga this weekend. I thought they did a, a very good job of, of obviously bringing it back. And, you know, I've, I've spoke before about how actually... I think it's it's very difficult for them because it's not necessarily how can you protect the players. It's how can you make everyone feel safer and, and feel like it's safe things. And obviously the substitute thing seems like a, a lack of common sense. But I, I can see why they've done it and yeah. I can understand it. Um, but as you say, this this would be a bit bizarre and I I, I can't see it. Going anywhere, to be honest with you, um, is it's a bit of a bit of nonsense, really. Um, but yeah, and I've also just got up that actually with Project Restart uh, meetings today, uh, the Scottish League have decided to finish that league as it is, um, which means Celtic uh, are crown champions and, and Hearts getting relegated. Um, what, what do you make of all that, Lauren?
2: Yeah, I think I think that sort of been in the pipeline for a while, hasn't it? Obviously, there's a few teams against it, um, for obvious reasons. But yeah, it's a, it's a shame for, for obviously congratulations to Celtic, but it's a shame for Hearts because you know they are they are a good team and they've been they've been in amongst the top teams for a good a good few years in in Scotland. But yeah, they've just unfortunately just had a bad season. It's just come to the point where you know a lot of teams just don't want to continue the league and they've just been the unlucky ones. But yeah, it is it's definitely weird to see to see things like that.
1: I I do think it's interesting because obviously the Premier League, the Bundesliga, the Liga Serie A, they're, they're massive money-making leagues. They're they're the biggest leagues in the world, and then you're going to want them back. Even even joining all this, they're looking at coming back. But you know, a, a league like the SPFL, no disrespect to them, but there's there's not as much demand to to bring yeah. that back. So you know, it, it's it's interesting. But I think I think they probably comes to the right uh, decision in Scotland. Um, just to go to your comments now Um, I've got JS Marty one on Sane Um, he says I doubt we'll get Sane I think Bayern will be our new rivals in Europe they look to be having a resurgence I think Bayern will get him I, I completely agree Lauren I think Obviously, he. I watched Bayern yesterday. Uh, I thought they were very good against Union Berlin. They didn't even need to get out of first gear, really. You know, I think Lewandowski is an outstanding player. They've got Naby coming through as well, um, and and yeah, if they got Sane, they've, they've got a brilliant front three there already. Um, and obviously, Kingsley Coman. They've just got bags and bags of talent. Um, an outstanding team.
2: Yeah, amazing team. You know, obviously Dortmund are, are getting back to. You know that their highs again, obviously challenging for the top spot. Him, um, but I think they went four points clear yesterday after the win. So obviously not too many points, but st- they're still top of the table. And you know, obviously like like I mentioned before, Sonne with them being German, I'm probably already agreeing terms with them last season is it will be a big factor. So I think I think if if he's going to move from City, I think it will be by him.
1: Yeah. Um, Tonic says, imagine getting Sane and Werner to future-proof uh, our attack. I mean, that would be incredible, wouldn't it? Yeah, Um, And Bob's 125 says, very interesting, stealing their best players whilst others leave due to no Champions League. Nice to see them drop to League One again so all their fans can bang on about it. I'm not sure what you're talking about with all their fans. I didn't know they had more than 10, to be honest with you. But, yep, um, let's go with that. to reveal stuff now, Stephen Somerville says Pedro clearly wants more first team football rather than in the twenty threes. Can't blame him really. Should go and get the team that suits his style of playing needs. I com- I completely agree with you, Stephen. I-, I-, I think Pedro is is a fantastic player and I think if he goes to, to Nantes or, or wherever in the French League, I think he'll show his abilities and you know, I think Lucas Lever did obviously very well at the club, but it was only when he moved to Lazio you, you saw how, how fantastic he is over in Serie A and I think Trudeau will do a similar thing. He's still very young, still 22 um, and I, I think he's going to become a fantastic player, I really do, but he needs regular first team football and that's just something we can't offer him now.
2: Yeah, exactly that. You hit the nail on the head there. He does need first team football, and you know he, he can't. You can't really see the um, the type of player he is or can be if he's just you know still playing in, you know in the reserves every week and only getting the odd cup game and stuff like that. And I, I don't think he'll, he'll want that for himself for, um, for much longer. I think he will be looking at these these clubs coming in for him now and thinking that probably is is the best move for me.
1: And then we've got all the stuff on the cameras. So LB and Call cool J say, nope, it's like spying. Tactics gone, let the magic happen. We don't need to see it. Um, and LFC Mav says, can't see green to a camera unless the plan book goes out the window for the remaining nine games and we do it on win. Um I, I think it's, as, as I say, very interesting because... They've probably seen all the Amazon stuff and thought, oh, we, we can hop on that. That's something people seem to like that. then Let's go with that. Um, and I can completely understand it. But as, as you said, the, the whole tactical side of it is ruined. And when people are worried about it seem too, seeming too pre-season friendly and, and not the same, this would be another thing. You know, if you can actually hear the tactics, it wouldn't feel the same. Um, and, you know, I, I saw something on the Bundesliga yesterday where the, the commentators actually said, um, you know, if if they've got the face masks on, the coaches can actually disguise what they're saying to, to the coaches more, which may yeah. be a good thing for coaches as well. So, you know, it's, it's something that I don't think they'll, they'll do, but what, what do you think, Lauren?
2: Yeah, I don't think, I don't think a lot of clubs will agree to it, to, to be honest. If it, if it does go down to a club vote, I think pretty much all of them will will think, why would we do that? Um, but, you know, obviously it's it's, yeah, I just think it would be very really weird, like you said, just watching, like, listen to Klopp at half-time. It's just an invasion of privacy, so I don't I don't see why anyone would be wanting to do that.
1: And that's it for today's news. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you, Tom, behind the ones and twos, and thank you, Lauren, for joining me. Um, and let's hope that by the end of the day, we've got some good news and that the Premier League football will be returning in June. Uh, happy Monday and goodbye.